0: Yeah, 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 yeah! Welcome to the Backstairs Podcast,
1: the Backstairs Podcast live. Whoa, that's what I'm talking about. Well, it's not. It's live right now. It's happening as as we as we speak. But when people hear it, it will not be live for our large audience. We are currently live
0: at yes, the (laughs) twenty. 22 Norway Arts and Music Festival live oh, music we, and arts. Can festival. we get a, a loop, music
1: loop. and arts festival?
0: <laughs> so see,' it's, it's live
2: for more than just us. There's people here. <laughs> it's correct. correct? Like her. It's and crazy. her. And these ladies over here walking by,
0: waving. Hello. For our illustrious audience listening, we are a three-man podcast group that talk about community theater for extended periods of time with our friends, sometimes people that aren't our friends, but so far our friends. Everybody's our friend. Oh, everyone is, strike that, reverse it. You're our friend. We
1: just haven't met them yet. (laughs) (laughs) You may not know it, but we're about to become best friends. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? We did. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have all this room for activities. (laughs) So... Uh, we we should just talk about what we plan to do today. That's true. We're well, gonna we're gonna be here for a while. We are. Yeah, all day, like till four o'clock.
0: So not all day, but like a mid shift,
1: second shift. We're uh for those who are gonna be listening post.
0: Oh, that's right, because this is a podcast,
1: right? <laughs> post live recording. Um, we're gonna have uh guests with us. Where we're going to be interviewing?: Yes. Uh, we'll pull audience Questions? Right. Right. Sure. I don't know.
0: Um, yes. Sounds good. So guys, I wanted to talk about something. <laughs> we're going to do two things: near <laughs> and dear to my heart. What is it right? you know we we've talked about the various aspects of what brings community theater together, and how you do that. But we haven't really talked about like the performance aspect of things too much, right? Okay. Like there, right. there's a lot of etiquette about performing that I feel that kind of goes like untouched, especially with community theater, because like you show up and you do your thing, like oh let's have fun. But there are definitely ways to like the correct way to do things. Okay. When it comes to performances and right. I don't know if Wrong? I know
2: the correct way, but
0: sure. You don't, you don't think you know the right way?
2: Yeah, I uh, don't know if I know. Should we? Aaron definitely doesn't know the right well, I way. I kind
0: of wanted to get some insight on what the correct way is, you know? Like, right. Word on the street.
1: How do you. What, you know, what are some All good right, tips? So, so, so once you give us a scenario and we'll try to come up with the, the ethics for that scenario. Okay.
0: So, like, you know, you're right in the middle of a scene. Yeah. And. All of a sudden, a wall falls down on, on wait, wait, set. Wait,
1: let me get into character first. Okay,
0: so you get into character. Okay. You are a middle-aged woman that just got fired from her job. She's worked very hard for it and has a degree in <laughs> and seems- has no money and no-, no future ahead of her.
2: What show is this? Talk about typecasting.
0: I don't know. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay. So this is a That's show your that character. you're writing. Okay. Go.
0: And it- a wall falls down.
2: Oh, geez. What do you do? You act like it was supposed to happen.
1: Ooh, you go with it, or you pretend like it didn't happen.
0: I don't know. I think we need a friend to help us out. I think we need a lifeline. All right, we got a lifeline here. Let's see. Oh, we have a friend of the show, Kristen Surls Bracken.
3: Yeah, turn on her mic. We have a question for
1: you. Turn
2: on her mic for her. We gotta turn her mic on first, folks. There we go. Hello. But
1: Kristen, hey Kristen. We did that on Hi. purpose, so you're shorter than us, so
2: we I feel see more
1: superior. Is, like,
0: we c- it's a red nose.
3: <laughs> it looks like above. a nose. <laughs> is
0: she coming through? Yeah, hey, I can turn. hear yeah. myself. Yeah, I hear. So, what's the question? The question is: Picture yourself. Well, okay, we're talking about ethics on stage. Yes, like well, etiquette. Because all I heard was etiquette.
3: middle-aged woman, and I was stage like I toned right now. At that point,
0: is playing a middle-aged woman. Who just got fired from his job <laughs> and has no future ahead of him, <laughs> and yeah, and he's on stage, and all of a sudden a wall falls down on the stage. What does he do?
1: That wasn't supposed to happen.
3: I mean, I it think wasn't you're, supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to happen. No. Well, then you work it into the scene, and you say, "Well, that tracks with what happened today." Mm. You've yeah. got to work it I into like the it. scene.
0: There's I a mean, reason no why your is falling apart. Why?
2: Yeah. Aren't the walls why not? Yeah, down
0: yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: I have another scene, right? Scene two, Scott. Okay. You are an astronaut and George Clooney just drifted into space and you can't see him anymore and George Clooney's and you're all alone on the space shuttle and all of a sudden you realize... That I'm out You're alone. actually in a cardboard box in your backyard. Oh, What do you do?
2: Uh, I sober up, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> there's something seriously wrong if I think George Clooney is floating <laughs> off into space.
0: That, um, that's the plot from Gravity. I didn't think yeah, anyone would notice or not. I get, <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I, get a, I get a large pot of hot coffee and, um, yeah, try to come down.
0: No, but in, in all seriousness Kristen, do you have anything for us when it comes to like a tip for stage edi- uh, performance etiquette like if like what's a what's a good thing to live by
3: well you always have to be in the moment that is mm. the biggest tip
4: so do you you're gonna you as an actor you need to be thinking ahead but you also need to be aware of what's happening around you so if that wall falls
3: yeah. One thing you can step out of its way so it doesn't hit you. And then the other is that you then can incorporate it into whatever you need to do to keep the show rolling the way it needs to go. And it needs to go forwards. We're not going backwards.
0: Thank you. And tips for Scott's box in the
3: backyard. Take it to the recycle bin. All right. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Thank, Thank,
1: you. Yes, Kristen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Kristen. Thank you. All
2: right. So s- what are you s- thinking, guys? S- sage of
0: yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, recent.
2: great advice from a veteran stage actor, uh, singer, uh, director, producer. What else is she?
0: Mother, all around, just, just friend of the show. Just friend, friend of the, of the show. show. Uh, you cool. want to introduce our next guest? Yeah, Aaron
2: does. Yes, he does. Yeah, come come and sit down. Come on, come uh, on in. So we got another
3: another. We got another yes. person coming
5: I, I up. I'm, I'm John Potter.
1: Jonathan. Love it. Yeah. So, do you,
5: hey Scott. How you doing? I'm Aaron. Aaron. Yep. <laughs> so, so you go by Johnny? I go I'll go by a few names. Yeah, jo- Johnny crashed. Johnny crashed. Ragtime Johnny. Awesome. <laughs> Officially, it's Jonathan. Lovett. So,
1: where where did you come up with that name? Which one? all of them
5: like <laughs> the, the most interesting one <laughs> uh well johnny crashed well so years ago i was working on a character uh, uh uh cannabis farmer living in the hills of western maine and and uh so i came up with this name johnny cashed as in you know it's cash right yeah. so yeah. i was singing songs about my life as a cannabis farmer and <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a almost a tragic accident in a vehicle. Oh, no. And uh, and my my friends, some friends of mine down at Portland, we were all processing what had happened or anything else. And as friends do, a little black humor, they're like, hey, you should be calling yourself Johnny Crashed. And it stuck.
1: Yeah. There you go. So Very that, appropriate. That's a way to get a nickname.
5: Yeah. yeah that, that, that.
1: That's a way. Got to pay the price. <laughs> we like that dark humor <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so, uh, you guys are doing a sh- you you wrote a show. Uh, well, you Dave- wrote several shows, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, because yeah. 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 you did one. Um, remind me of the name. It was uh the uh, marijuana musical. I
5: have, yeah. Um, be- before this one, the last musical I did was uh yeah somewhere Made in the marijuana musical. Yeah. Uh, be- nice. before that, I did a, I wrote a musical called um, uh, Mother Culture, which was based on the books of Daniel Quinn. Okay, and then uh, my first venture into theater was uh, kind of re- co-writing a spoof of uh, Jesus Christ Superstar called Jesus Christ Terrorist. What would happen, <laughs> What happened to Jesus after he came after nine eleven came back and and started preaching the gospel? What it was met with in terms of uh you know militarism, anti-militarism, and and queer cult, celebration of queer culture, et cetera, and and uh, yeah, we combined uh, the all the characters from the classic with the uh, members of the Bush administration. So we had Herod Powell and Pontius Ashcroft and all those folks and yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've been doing theater for a while. Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Um but uh the marijuana musical was, was pretty you guys did it at Merrill? No down at um, no down at uh man with the venue. It, it's no longer it's it used to be a rock and roll club in Portland on uh oh, Concord right. Street. Uh, the Port Fringe Nice no, um no. no it was it, I can't remember the name is it went out a few years ago China? no it was right on congress street it was i think it's now the uh yeah gosh what was it, it uh, you know i i i'm right now i I'm totally yeah, blank I, and everything i'm else, I'm terrible with portland it was, it, it, it was a it was a well known portland rock and roll we wanted to do it in a venue a non traditional venue and yeah and yeah. so yeah, we did it down there, so yeah, it was nice it was pretty it was pretty
1: popular uh, well, it, it seemed like it, at least I—I
5: I, I don't know. I kind of think it was ahead of the curve. Like sometimes you can subject matter is—I mean, right, right. That was kind of in the midst of uh, uh, an emergence of a, a right. cannabis economics and a yeah, cannabis yeah. culture. It's—I yeah. think the world is a little bit m- more comfortable with the issue right now than it was in 2014 in Maine.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, cool. No, a lot, a lot has changed since then. Yeah,
5: lots changed. Yeah. Um
1: So you—you—you—you—you you're, 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 you wrote a different musical um about dave sauna right
5: yes this, this one's called an evening to dave sauna and it, and it takes people back to uh one saturday night in 1980 at what what is the legendary or the infamous dave sauna depends right. on really how you view th- that kind of um world and uh for 30 years dave dave ran he was one of an og hippie crowd who came up and and created their own legacy up here in western maine and right uh dave sauna was definitely a legacy that uh, a significant amount of people remember fondly and uh, remember the times that were there. It was a social gathering place, but it was also a place where you see all the different archetypes that are out here in Western Maine. You'd have the, the the off-the-grid hippies coming to get their showers. You'd have the the bikers, the MCs coming and everything else where they could kind of sit around naked around the pool. <laughs> yeah, you had local town cops. You had the sheriffs who were on the take. You had the... Uh, you had uh, closeted gay couples. you had every different group that was out there, right coming to a place where they were welcome, and they yeah. were accepted and they were celebrated. Uh, as long as you weren't a uh, explicit I won't use the word on your podcast as long as you weren't that kind of person that you know, that thought they were better than everybody else, you were embraced at Dave's sauna. And Dave, it wasn't just a sauna, it was an all-cash sauna, uh, and Dave was, was an early uh, what we call entrepreneur uh in the world of of both cannabis import and export uh, okay. as well as cocaine later on uh yeah uh dave was uh, always uh, uh looking to make money building houses uh, providing cordwood and he was a lover of libertine lifestyles yeah and as you can guess a sauna is a good place to 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 celebrate that kind of lifestyle and so he had quite a legacy you know and and uh, like it, yeah I, I knew i knew it as a young boy my father would take me to the sauna and then as I got older, and I would bring my partners there and everything else, we, you know, I noticed that Dave had a certain appreciation for the pretty ladies, and and uh, so we <laughs> we had some common ground. And and, um, and he, he unfortunately passed about 13 years ago. And um, you know, I think part of what theaters and writers should do is to provide great moments and le- legacy individuals with a second act. You know, and that's yeah. what I did with an evening at Dave's sauna. So,
0: yeah, hey, uh, I, I kind of, I've spent some time looking at your, your website for, for the show and look at all the pictures and I really, yeah, you've definitely taken, I, I just appreciate how much background you put into it, you know? So, uh, so it's yeah. really cool if you want to check it out. What's what's the name of the, is it any dot com or it's
5: right? day com uh, d- yeah, is where you can find everything you can find, uh, uh, you know, we, 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 we did a studio album for the soundtrack. So you can find uh 15 songs there we actually wrote a new one for our for this latest uh production at deatrice theater uh but you can find uh, the videos with the sing-along lyrics and you can <laughs> find out more about the the man the myth you know the and the story behind the the musical now did you write everything
2: for the show including the music
5: or? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. Every, everything is mine i mean i I got definitely got some um some support from my wife nettie Chentempo Tempo who's definitely hel- helps me out sometimes yep. uh, with with additional additional lyric or two and uh, and Dawson Hill who I know you guys are familiar with uh, my musical music. director yeah. really helped me I know when you're writing uh, for me I'm not I you know I'm write, I'm coming from a tradition of writing punk rock americana yeah. country outlook, that kind of thing and for you know when you want to go Broadway and you want to go theater you you got to have a piano player uh, to really okay. create that that that's those sounds those those Broadway kind of right. musical sounds and so Dawson was kind enough to kind of work with me at the early stages to to flesh out the songs and really give them their cool their transitions and things like that that, that make it make it take it from just songs to musical songs you know? right exactly
2: so. awesome yeah Dawson is a an amazing musician not just piano player but he yeah he he's really awesome
1: yeah I yeah. I wouldn't mind diving in a little bit more in, on your like songwriting process, because yeah, it, it's it's cool. such a cool thing that you're creating these things out of thin air, almost. You know, uh, so how do you do that? Like, do you do you spend time on a guitar just like writing things, or do you have like co-writers? Or
5: no, I I write by myself. I'm very singular in that regard, and I I generally write on a with a guitar. Okay, that's, that's my that's my instrument. Yeah. Um. And and really depends for me like with with this uh, like when I when I would write when I write as Johnny crashed you know I I, I have to go into character you know yeah. I, I have to go into and I I have to bring the stories back and I have to you know figure out where I want to get to um, and then you know for me once I generally have a, a a destination in mind you know with a song I'm able to I I keep a, a blue book you know that I've had for you know probably this one I have had for maybe thirteen fourteen years and. I get a lyric idea or a concept idea then I, I write that down so I don't lose it. If I get a yeah. set of chord structures that I think w- make an interesting melody, I write it down so I don't lose it. Yeah. Um. And I don't, you know, and I don't really generally try to force it, but I do have to make an effort sometimes to come back to it. Oh, for sure. With, uh, with Dave Sauna, it really is It's like I knew I knew I was going to write this years ago. Uh, and Dawson, I ran into Dawson in a recording studio down in Portland, and and. He was back in town. He had left left the area for a while, and he's. I said, you know, I got to write this musical, and and I'm going to find you. And when I'm when I'm ready, and and I found him when I was ready. And (laughs) essentially, I I I I did about 14 songs in in about six weeks, and it was just, and that was that was one of those moments that just you're not sure what quite quite what happened, you know. But I would essentially create a uh, come up with a song title. That, and that was my beginning point on pretty much each one of these, and from then I would just flesh it out, yeah, and you know do what writers do, which is just sit there and you know try out lyrics and figure out which ones work and and you know f- make sure you've got your st- your starting and your finish point, make sure you've got your bridges, yeah uh, make sure you've got you know songs that are uh, harmo- uh, you, can, you can create harmony on, right uh, which is really I mean really important, I think, for musicals, especially um, and make sure and for this one, I had to really write songs that could be big. Yeah. You know, and it had to be, they had to be big if you're going to be in a musical and they're going to work effectively. And I wanted, and I, I, I listened to a lot of musicals. I've, I've experienced a lot of them and, I, and I'm not always that impressed with soundtracks. There are very few soundtracks. I think the most recent one was the Hamilton soundtrack, which I was just like, that, that's writing. Yeah, each, each of those songs is, is so distinctive and so, so separate that you can, you know, when you come out of a musical and you, you can't remember the songs, there are one big blur It means it hasn't been done right. It hasn't been done right. If you can, if you can find all these different songs that tell different stories, that's a work of art, you know, and that's what I aim for. Yeah, Yeah. nice.
1: So, so speaking of stories, uh, you, uh, when you're writing, did you come up with the music first, or did you come up with like the outline of a story,
5: or I mean, for me, it it, sometimes it's finding some key words that give me a a concept. Yeah you know but it's but it's not always that linear i mean there is a i mean i, I don't I wouldn't say I have a, a you know a defined process that works every time sometimes I've got a nice a nice melody that yeah. I'm like and I, I'll just hum it and hum it and hum it and find a that that key line that chorus line that you can come back to yeah and i you know once I get that I know I've got the song um, right but, but it's you know it's it's for me it's it's, it's finding the right time finding it you know i think it I think people uh, who aren't, who haven't written before will find out that it, you know it really does take a concentrated effort to sit there. You got to you know you got to oh bl- you got to yeah. do it the way you do it. I I tend to work best with distraction going on around me, so I I generally put on I don't know I watch maybe some crappy TV in the background. Um, <laughs> really? I I use cannabis to help me to elevate my own lyrical you know connections as well. Yeah, you know? right. but it's everybody has a different process. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah the, there's a saying that says. Uh, uh write drunk edit sober yeah <laughs> Which, i've heard I, that yeah.
5: i like that that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah, yeah. You know, it's just,
1: it's just yeah. something about trying to get those creative things where you're just like you're it's not quite like fully mental like you just want to try to get into like that creative space where yeah. you can just create these melodies create these things that aren't natural or aren't like uh like what what you naturally go towards I have like my in my phone there's hours and hours of like these little melodies, these little lyrics, these guitar wrists, piano wrists, you know um so i I totally understand where you just like once you get that inspiration, you just follow it you know you go as far as you can and then and then you i let it sit and then I'll come back and I'll edit you know I'll try to refine the the gems and removes like the garbage.
5: Yeah. And f- and find someone you can trust who's going to give you Yeah, Who's going to tell, you know, I mean writers I think the biggest, you know, the uh, my disappointment with writers is that they their um their standards they set the standards really low, you know, and they mm-hmm. and they don't they're not they don't have the ability to go uh, that's a cliche. It's been done a million times. You know, you you, yeah. you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be writing in clichés. If you are, you're not doing your job as a writer. Your job as a writer is to give people new sets of words, new ways to, to, to input, you know, to find those portals in. But when you're just throwing out, you know, crappy, uh, um, you know, things that have been said the same way, same old, same old, I'm like, you're not, you're not bringing anything new. You're not bringing art to it. You just, you know, you're killing, you're wasting our time. You know, people should be willing to be self-critical enough to know, you know, what's, what's mundane. And, and the world doesn't need mundane. The world needs inspiration. You know, yeah. especially from writers. That,
0: you, you've had a pretty decent amount of success with this show currently, right? Is this is the third what, or fourth time is, that
5: you've done it. Yeah, well, we we uh, we, we, did, we did really. I guess, what we consider preview shows over at the Franco Gentren Center in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I mean, this, this show got messed up by COVID. Over, I mean, we got yeah. we had three delays over the period of a year and a half, where we things just kept the situation. You know, it just COVID yeah. made it impossible. We and we lo- we would lose you know cast members here and that there and and it was it was it was a challenge but yeah uh, we were able to get two preview shows in at Franco Gendrin um and then uh the deer, then we deer trees theaters uh, uh s- said they wanted to to host it this summer mm-hmm. and we're going to do a couple shows over there and and then see where it goes the reason i ask is
0: that i mean you said you already you added a song for the deer trees run yeah how do you stop yourself from
5: continuing to like tweak it yeah i mean that must be a struggle um, not, not really. I, like, I, we found, I mean, the preview shows definitely, you know, up until you do those, I mean, as you guys, up until you do those shows, it's all a conjecture. Is it going to work or is it not going to work? And I, you know, and, you know, and I, as the, the creator, uh, you know, I had to maintain that, that like, I know it's going to work. I know it's going to, it's going to do what, what I'd say it's going to do. I felt it. I could feel on this one, you know, and I've, I've been doing this long enough to know uh, ahead of time and be self-critical of what is, if I'm fooling myself or I'm not. And when I saw this, when I when I saw it in, 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 while we we're going through it and when I was started to find some really talented cast members to be part of it who really elevated it, you know, you like that person found that character, you know, like, you know, I mean, just as a couple examples of bring, finding Dave, Justin uh, Denson, you know, who you all know, um, we had just started playing music together. He he'd c- right. showed up at one of our events over at Creative Noise with this mandolin and played music that night. and And afterwards, I said, I said, hey. I'm like, how'd you? Li-? And I could just, I looked at him. He's like, you know, tall, lanky, facial hair. I'm like, perfect. looking at the pictures. I'm, he is, like, yeah. I'm like, how'd you like to be a? And you know, and he was foolish enough to agree. You know, <laughs> and then, um, and then with you know with Jess Cooper, I mean, she was, she's, uh, if you've heard her sing, she is just uh, spectacular. You know, as a vocalist. And I had my Dave and my Nancy right there. You yeah. know, and and that's those were the key parts. And then everybody else kind of just fell into place. And um, and I, and I could see as it's coming together, I could see that it was going to be magical, you know, and it was going to work. And then we do the preview shows and you can, you can feel that energy. You know, you, I mean, you know, you've been to shows, I imagine where you've got a director sitting in the back who's leading the applause. I'm like, well, that's because the, the show isn't doing its job. You know, the director shouldn't be in the back of the theater leading the applause, letting the audience know when to, when to cheer. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> not, that. if it's your show is good and worthwhile putting forward in the public, it's going to take care of itself. Um, and, and, and I was happy, I, you know, I was generally happy to see that the crowd's reaction was one, which was like, um, you know, that, that fantastic. And then, you know, afterwards, when you get comments from, when you do shows, you can, you can kind of know whether or not people are being polite or yeah. whether people are being like generally moved by it, you know? And I had people yeah. there who were, you know, Nancy, who was of Dave and Nancy was there. Okay. Uh, uh Dave's Dave's final last partner Dave and Nancy had split up you know during his trajectory and and then Dave's partner at the end of his life he had died of cancer and uh, had come in from Colorado and and you know when I'm getting responses from the family who come to see their their father or their lover or their partner um and they're crying because the songs you know you know oh, that's awesome. made a feel and yeah. I, and um so so it, yeah it left me with the fa- feeling that that it was it could be um Put on at a, at a higher level, you know, at a at a at a better facility with more resources and and you know better tech and better everything else and and um and yeah and thankfully Deer Trees was able to provide that um so so yeah we're 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 pretty happy with where it's where do it's you, at. Do
0: you have anything coming down the pipeline, or do you have any? I mean, you're
5: constantly working on things, or uh, uh you know, right now I, I I'm I that's like focused on making sure that these shows go. You know, I, I've been trying, I try, it's just that day I tried to sit down and do some writing and, and I, you know, I, I was like, I'm not ready right now. I get this kind of burden on my, on my plate right through the middle of, you know, the end of, beginning of August. And I think once that uh, liberates me from that kind of focus, I think I'll be back and, you know, and what what see what happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all about seasons and, you know, working with the best seasons, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah Maine's good. Maine's, Maine, Maine is like, you know, the main. I mean, it's challenged. Like everybody, we all... It's tough being a Maine sometimes, especially for the winter Winter mine Where yeah. I am, I'm up in the middle of nowhere in the hills, you know, and, and so we live isolation yeah. as a lifestyle. And, and uh, you know, there's pluses and minuses. I think as a writer, the plus is what the hell else are you going to do except sit there and, and create, you know? And so yeah. it's one of the benefits of uh, of kind of keeping your distance from humanity. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's so hard to write in the summer. I, for for me, at least. Yeah. Like there's so much to do. There's so many things that it's just, it's, it's distracting. Yeah. You know, and, and with writing, you definitely need to, you know, be singular focus for a while almost, you know. It's definitely easier to do when you don't have
0: many other things competing with it. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yep. The, right. The thought right. of like, oh, I need to go mow the lawn. I need to go, you know, fix this thing while the weather's good. Or I need to go see my friends, whatever, you know, <laughs> this, this is good.
5: So... Yeah, so why don't you just tell us the dates of your show? Sure. Uh, uh, August 5th and 6th at, at Deer Trees. Uh, showtime, I believe, is 7.30. Uh, tickets are available you know, through the Deer Trees website. Okay, um, and I think you know. I think we, I can say we have we have folks like Dawson Hill as a musical director. We got musicians, local musicians like Davey Sturdevant playing trumpet and oh, and cool. fiddle. We've got Chris Monell on bass. We've got Jim Lindsay on drums. We've got uh, Justin breaking out the trombone. Uh, we've got <laughs> Don Johnson on saxophone and flute. So we got some great musical talent.
1: Some, yeah, heavy hitters.
5: Yeah, we got um the choreography is is my wife netty Gentempo, and and I I think if people have seen her perform, um yeah. they, they know what she's capable of, and she's and she's really bringing the movement to life in the musical. Um, and then we got a cast of just some some really you know wonderfully talented people with with great energy and uh and uh. I think people are going to be, uh, be pretty happy that they spent their their evenings coming out to see the show. I think they're going to feel uplifted, you know. As we look at this one moment, it's a snapshot of 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 America. It's it's that time before that crest, right? Where the wave of liberation that had begun in the 60s and carried over into the 70s was about to be met dead on with a more repressive vision of this world and our country that the 80s became. Right. Um yeah. and I think so this is that one last moment where people are like you know what, uh, we're all gonna die. Let's live. Let's let's live. <laughs> and, uh, I right. love it. These two have just heard about the eighties. I right. mean, we, we were there. <laughs> we, we we suffered. I I was funny, I was trying to explain. We we have this one number, it's called um uh that that Jess Cooper does That's Nancy, ask me why, I say why not, right? And it's all about growing up in the hills as a as a yeah. woman, especially, you know, like yeah. like what are your options? What were your options in nineteen eighty? You know, and, and in Nancy's case, she decided to put her her uh, future uh, in the hands of this bearded hippie dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but um, I was trying to explain. I was go. I, I mean, they were starting to do the choreography, and I was like, and I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. In ni- for, first of all, in 1980s, all the if you if you dance in 1980, all the girls would dance together in these trios of like three and four. And they yep. and and their arms would always be up like this. A very repressed kind of dancing. It wasn't. There wasn't twerking. There wasn't. <laughs> no, Hip hop no, 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 had no. not liberated like white people yet. You know and stuff. <laughs> and so you had all that. So I had to explain to them what it looked like. You know, back in the eighties, when when girls would be dancing together in the groups, it was very unerotic. Um, it was it was right. it was singularly un- unerotic. You know, as a dance form. And mm. so I had to explain to them because I we've lived it. We saw it. Right. You know, it, it wasn't. And these days, I think people are are thankfully much more liberated in terms of their, their body movements and, and their if willingness. The guys
2: were dancing. That was e- even less. Then, yeah, you know, know, that, what, that little <laughs> I, <we can't>, Carlton, <laughs> yeah, guy, type of guys dance. were di- that, Guys were a walking disaster. Yeah, area, you yeah.
5: Know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well right. we we appreciate you being on. Is there is there anything that you wanted to say before we? No, I just I I mean I you know I I hope you know I'm always I like theater. I think theater has a a, a purpose um yeah but i think theater needs a vision you know and i think that comes from the people who are involved in it i think they need to challenge you know the the content and the material they're putting out not be afraid to to take chances not don't underestimate your audience don't give them the same old same old we've seen reprise of the same old you know theaters over and over again like there are people creating original material out there and there are people who want to create original material out there who need to be nurtured yeah. you know and i think i think community right. theater needs to do that they not, they need to honor that and not get stuck in a very you know retro mold of this of the same old same old you know and and i you know i encourage anybody in theater to kind of push the boundaries i you know i think i think creating a podcast which which talks about these things is a big step forward for theater here in the community it's great um yep. yeah. and i i applaud everybody to keep keep pushing it further because i want to i want to see new stuff i want to see original stuff yep. i want to see what's coming out of people's hearts minds and souls right now yeah you know, i want to see it. if i want to see the, see everything else i can occasionally you know put in a vcr tape or watch something on disney plus i'm like but i want to see stuff that's not afraid to hurt people and challenge people um and i hope people can kind of step up and make that happen here in western maine and yeah. last question awesome. we
0: always finish our podcast episodes with questions um but the biggest one is what does community mean to you so just a brief little what does
5: community mean to you <laughs> I- I- I think the the willingness to engage in in ideas and discussions and create a create a uh, shared creative experience, you know, I think that's yeah. what, that's what we need more so than ever. As as you know, as you see a, a divide in our country in our dialogue that's pretty extreme and pretty terrifying, yeah. you know, you've got to create these shared experiences where people come together and find a common humanity, um, regardless of where you lie on the political spectrum. You know, you've got to be willing to listen to other people to Say to yourself, I may not be right. Everything I've learned, I may yeah. not be right. I may awesome. be wrong, and and welcome that. Welcome those dialogues. Um, and I think bringing people together in community gives you that opportunity. You get, you know, you're not, you're not, you know, angry at each other over the internet. You're sitting there, face to face, looking at people who are, have their own stories, their own pain, their own trauma. You know, and you can recognize that and, and find something to to move forward rather than move apart on.
2: Yeah. Awesome. That's great. That's yeah, it. Thank you so much. Beautiful answer. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. So tell
1: us the dates one more time
2: for your yes, show. Yes, uh,
5: August 5th and 6th. And, August, and, you, and you, go to da- yeah, you can go to DaveSona.com or the Deer Tree's Theatre website for more information.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you that so much. Thanks guys. for coming, thank you, John. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having us. That. Thanks for
5: doing this. Yeah.
1: Really awesome. enjoyed it. Cool. All right. I, uh, oh, that was great. Yeah, that no, was fantastic. I knew you were back back here. Here. Let's just take a quick break. We're taking a break. Yeah.
2: And we're back to the Backstairs Podcast live at the Norway Music and Arts Festival. Oh, oh. All right, we just had a great guest, In Johnny crashed. Yeah, but now we've got another I friend of the podcast. Yeah, bring that right yeah. up to your. Well, right maybe up, yeah, we can yeah. come up with Talk one right right now. Yeah, <laughs> you,
6: t- you, 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 you guys can right invent a stage name for me. I don't have one.
0: <laughs> no, <But> introducing
2: <laughs> Mike Oldsum. <laughs> Is that no? Bad? It's not old sum. It's oh, new sum. Oh, new sum. New sum. Uh, recently, um, new. <laughs> from the stage so, in yeah, yeah. the yeah. show "Circle Mirror Transformation," right here with Opa at the Grange
1: in Norway. Yeah, oh my gosh! Here, wait, hold on. Oh shoot. It's, he's still working <laughs> on <out laughs> figuring out these effects. But thank you, thank, know, you, thank that, you. That was he, allowed. i
2: gonna that. get it. By the time we get to our hundredth episode, he's gonna He'll have get it down. It.
6: He's gonna have it down. You got you watched prayer, listen to her prayer at home companion, right? That guy was yeah, no. he was the,
2: not enough.
1: He
6: he, <laughs> he needs to listen to a little more. That was like more. one of
1: my favorite shows.
6: It, yeah, that it's, guy it's, was
1: it's, the, the best. At that. Yeah. yeah. So you when, gotta uh, apprentice
6: yourself to him. Well,
1: what what's the new guy's name? It's not Prairie Home Companion anymore, it's uh, Live oh, you the name. from you're Now, right, you're right. or Now, now Live, oh, I can't remember yeah, what it is. Yeah.
2: I don't know, but we're not talking about right, Prairie sorry. Home Companion, no, no, not th- we're, right. we're talking about the Backstairs Podcast, and now we're going to talk and to Mike Circle Nussum Mirror about Transformation. Circle Mirror
6: Transformation.
2: Mike, welcome How to go? the show.
6: That was a great show. It was good to see you there. It, it's yeah, pretty, It's pretty uh, raw and vulnerable, that one. Uh, you had people coming down the stairs at the end to say hi to you, right? And they're going, "I'm going to have to come see that again. <laughs> that, that was good, but I'm I'm going to be working it out on my way home." And I was yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah that's yeah. The, that."
1: Oh my gosh, yes, it was. It was
6: powerful, very dense, very. and a lot of you know layers of stuff. But you know, I just got to goof off on stage again, so that's like <laughs> half of the fun, right?
2: I got to say, I, I saw you in Papermaker there a few years back. Less goofy. Um, yeah. yeah. Less, and you did a great job. Less in that, goofy but, on that one. But in, in Circle Mirror, I was really impressed with your performance. You did Oh, that's very kind of you to say that. Really, uh, it was just really a great job. Absolutely.
6: You know, you go through, you read the script and you're like, oh, I could do that. You know, I mean, when you, when you laugh out loud and cry reading the script. Yeah. You're in good, you know, like, okay. This might be cool. And then you get into the middle bits where you really want to quit the show real bad. (laughs) And, you know, you got people counting on you and you can't do that. You know, you you can have any kind of bad feeling about it and you can't, you can't, you know, you said you would and so you will. And uh, you carry through that, those hard bits. And then, and then you get an audience and things just take off, right? Yeah. I mean, it's deeper than just like, oh, I didn't know that was funny. They're all laughing there. Like, there's more, yeah. you know, it's more complex. It's like, oh, there's, there's something happening for this character, and he's developing further. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, particularly in the fun bits where you start listening to what the other characters on stage are doing and saying, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm going to react to that. Like, I'm, yeah. this is what, this is how I feel about that. And you still got the same lines to say, but so much deeper. Yeah, that play was fantastic. I can't quite describe how honored I was to get to do it right you start to feel like a pro at it right (laughs) when they give you a pro script that pro folks have done and got worked out like those modern plays get worked out you know in workshops right where people are like don't say this try this instead and they try it again and yeah so you know the words all matter you know they got tested like they got play tested so to speak (laughs) right it was pretty great so you
2: you got to know Hillary Perry, I did. Well. But can you speak about that? Oh, but <laughs> well, she's not here. So, but <laughs> but she's off in the corner.
6: Let's yeah, see. she's getting ready for the dance show probably later this afternoon. So I did not. Okay, C- can I tell stories?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Please.
6: This is that this story is a little bit old, but it's funny. So the first Oompa show I did was almost Maine, okay. and in 2008, and uh, we did it with the four, four actor model of it. So you're playing, you know, five different parts, and my spouse Catherine Gardner gets cast, and Matt Delamater, uh, and Cindy Reedy. Now yeah. this is 14 years ago, so Matt was 25 years old. And Cindy was 50 and she, there's a scene where she has to kiss Matt. (laughs) Now I'm, I'm acting in the first show I've done in 23 years, but I'm, I think I know better. So behind like backstage after a couple of weeks of rehearsals, I say to Cindy, Cindy, when you kiss Matt, you got to make it look like it's real. And she goes, I can't. He's young enough to be one of my students. And <laughs> she's a teacher at Hebron. I can't she's wicked flustered. And I'm like, I'm t- too bad. You know, you gotta make it. It's gotta be the real thing. Yeah. It's gotta we gotta be convinced that these two people have just madly fallen in love with each other. Right. Okay, so fast forward fourteen years and I read this script and I get to the run through and I'm like <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make that. And in real life, I'm 54 and Hillary's 31. And on stage, it's only it's only 14 years difference <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, so I was like, you better step up, dude. And uh, I got to say, she was kind, really. Yeah. So the first night we did the rehearsal, Lori says, Mike, I have a note for you. I said, what? She says... I need you to act like you're not scared of hurting her. I'm I'm twice her size. Right. And, and, uh, yeah. So there's a lot of stories about that. I'm not that used to kissing people who, uh, who isn't named Catherine Gardner. I've been married 27 years,
0: (laughs) especially when she's in the room. Right.
6: Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that would have made any difference at some point, but, um, Because she was kind, too. Anyway, so Hillary was really kind. And I do remember in the age of consent at one point, Lori, we were trying something that we didn't end up doing. But And Lori says, you know, do this with your hands. And I hesitate. and, And Hillary, professionally, she just picks her hands up and puts it on her. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. So I'm pretty shy and nervous. But she was like, you know, I think she got to be in charge. And she was real pleased about the role I think one of my highlights of the show was. It was my birthday, like a week later after the show ended, and and Catherine had solicited these little, uh, which call them love notes from people that I know, uh, including some people in the cast, and and uh, Hillary's note to me was just super heartfelt. It was like uh, I was nervous about, you know, doing the show. It was a big stretch for her in a lot of different ways, and. uh and the what you could do as a man with your words and your actions, I felt like I could trust you completely. And I was like, okay, mission accomplished. Like two That's uh, great. two people working together, getting to do something cool. And uh, and uh, but there were less cut calls. Only one show did anybody go woohoo during that <laughs> kissing scene. I was expecting more, but you know, people were it was hot, so
2: yeah. you know. It was intense. It that's, was super that's intense. That's what I took away from the show after. Super I got done. Wow, intense. That was intense. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
6: Yeah, to go from that, you you do a whole life story of someone in two hours, and you go from, you know, his character arc is like, yeah, where am I? Why am I? To, oh my God, I'm in love. To woo, right. this is sexy. To I'm defeated and completely despairing and angry and humiliated. To, you know, this just sort of sweet ending of being like, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. A whole was, roller coaster of that emotions. That was so great.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was terrific. Yeah, uh, Lori Lori really did a great job directing all of you guys. Yeah, Her I can't. Vision was- I
6: can't even begin to. <sighs> she. You know, I was like arguing with her a lot about stuff. You sure? About stuff? And I really appreciated that she sort of met me on the wrestling mat every time, like yeah, and really could articulate and defend her vision of the thing, and uh, she was spot on, I'd say. Yeah. You know.
1: No, we're we're ex- right. she's gonna be on the podcast soon, and we're I'm excited to uh, yeah, pack yeah that she, with her. She,
6: I, yeah. I, I to listen to her talk about to talk about it was just really appreciative of she, yeah, her.
2: She's had a great vision for that show for a long time. Cause yeah,
6: yeah we she had to wait. <laughs> yeah. We were yeah. going to try out for yeah, that it was, two years it took ago. A long and then,
2: time to uh, get it to the stage, but was it was wait. well worth the wait for sure.
6: And you know, I, I have to, we were relatively unscathed cause yeah, you know, anything could have happened. We were, there's still people getting COVID as we speak. Right. And, right. Right. And, uh, but she, yeah, as we know, we, we only missed happen. like a couple of rehearsals due to, you know, due to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's great. I'm glad worked out pretty well.
1: Yeah. We but. didn't have as much luck when we did spam a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no.
6: Oh yeah. Did you guys get hammered by COVID? Well, like, no, it just all happened at once, so it was perfect. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody went down all the way. So. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that's like, that's like ma- grandma throwing all the grandkids in bed, getting chicken pox all at the same time, yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't that? <laughs> That's that theory, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. That's yeah. a good plan.
2: But it all worked out.
0: Yeah. Well, we yeah. we love those behind the scenes stories. This, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a big
2: part of what this show is about is the I had to give
6: you one. Yeah, yeah. So, the last one I'll say is that Mandy Hootery came to see the show, and Catherine's standing there right next to me, and, and somehow it came up that I had asked Catherine if it was okay. You know, I'm going to get someone you don't know in front of a right. few hundred people over a couple of weeks. And she says, yeah, it's, it's different from you having an affair, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? <laughs> but, you know, I'm slow. <laughs> but Mandy found out that I had asked Catherine this, and she's like oh, I've made out with all sorts of guys on stage and I never once asked him if it was okay. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, Mandy, that's because you're a pro. True. That's
0: 100% true.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: Well, fun. We, have, we have one question. Oh, one, yes. one question for you. Okay.
6: Um, one question.
1: What does community mean to you?
6: Ooh. You want the the heartfelt answer? That l-
0: Whatever answer yeah, comes yeah. from the top of your head? You want
6: the snarky one.
0: What does community mean to you?
6: Today, I think it means get up off your ass and go see your friends. I don't care how tired you are. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun, and you'll you know you you'll get your your well refilled. Yeah, that's great. what it means.
1: Great. Yeah, that's a great answer. Nice. Awesome. Okay.
3: Yeah. That's well,
6: thank answer. you so much. You guys are sweet. No, good you, to see you're, you. You're sweet. Well, Ta-ta. we appreciate
1: it.
2: Thanks for coming, Mike. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All right.
1: And we're back with the Backstairs Podcast. We're uh, live with the uh, quotation marks live. Um, and we have a new guest. Uh, the, the wonderful, the talented, the...
0: Hold on, you know what? Is she talented?
1: I, I think she's talented. She oh, okay. Did. All right. You, you do the rest now. No. Oh. No, you interrupt with me. You go. Yeah, I'm done. I think we haven't talked
0: enough times. about the beautiful day.
1: No. It is a beautiful
2: day here. And the beautiful people walking by. There's lots of beautiful people walking by in all sorts of various. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to outfit. see you frustrated. Aaron.
0: continue. No,
1: I'm done. She's on a break. Do it. We've only got so much it's time Marin. to talk with her. It's me. Marion Pinkham. It's yeah. me. Bring that mic right up to your face. Right oh, up to your. My bad. Yeah, Sorry. Sorry, you, it's
4: my you can
1: first move podcast. It's it fun it.
2: to watch Sorry.
0: Aaron
1: get a little like Yeah, it is. Yeah.
4: No, it's really, it's Marin, really good.
2: Aaron. 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 Yeah. Now you guys we met introduced.
4: Aaron, what do you want to
1: ask, Aaron? Aaron. uh you uh you do a lot uh for <laughs> for things. You you're a dancer. I yeah, am, yeah. You you sing wonderfully. You are an amazing actress. Oh, thank you. Um I'm really a really big fan of the way Americana that... Americana as well.
4: <laughs> what? My, your Americana was good?
1: Yes. Oh,
3: yes, good. Very good.
4: I'm right. really
0: be a really big fan of the way that you put uh, slippers that look like rabbits into your hands.
4: Yeah. <laughs> they were so hot on my hands. Like, like, they were <laughs> like slipping off. And I had to like... Yeah.
0: So does that there make was a rough. lot of
4: trials there. A puppeteer? So,
0: so for those of you who haven't heard about it, at this point, I'm not sure there's anybody. We <laughs> just came off this <laughs> fall doing the show. That Spamalot? shall not be named. Yeah, oh, the no, Spamalot. Be named, Right? Spamalot.
2: Yes. We did a show called Spamalot.
0: Right. <laughs> and uh, part of that show, you know, is, is based on Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And you got the killer rabbit, which was played by our beautiful and talented and whatever else Aaron said, Marin. Yeah. So give yeah. us a little bit for, for, those, for those people who didn't see it. Give us a little like, I mean, I say you played a rabbit. Yeah. What does that entail?
4: I feel like. I mean, I just kind of crouched behind a <laughs> like, little piece of wood, and it was like the whole time I was playing the rabbit, my hand was like, like it hurt so bad. I had to like switch my hands off so the rabbit would be down, and I go with the other hand. Um, it was really fun though because I just like knew the reaction was coming, so it was kind of like building it up. But I was so excited. To play it, and I actually didn't know what like I don't know I never actually watched um, Monty Python. I just kind of <laughs> got in the show, I guess. You, so I kind of yeah. I didn't know what I went. didn't know what the rabbit role was until I she told me, and I was like, "Dude, this is awesome! It's like so my you had thing.
0: a nice rabbit." Yeah, and then the other rabbit Not wasn't so nice. So
4: nice. Yeah, so nice. no it. It killed Sophie. Oh, it killed. So, Sophie Yeah, on stage, so nice. a few times. Yeah. 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 So
1: I I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Uh, what did you have to do to get into um, character <laughs> for this rabbit?
4: Um. Honestly.
1: Like, did you eat a carrot out back? Or
4: <laughs> no, I actually could not think about it. I had to just like go. I hadn't. I couldn't build anything up, or else I was gonna think about it too much. There was like a point where I was on stage, and the thing dropped, and I was everyone. It was like silent, or whatever. And I was like, if I was gonna laugh, I had to fake cry and run off. So that was my like, cause like people are looking at me. I have to go. Mm. So I just kind of like started crying, running off stage. Yeah.
2: So I feel like at that moment in the show, when the, when the wood fell and, and it was yeah. revealed that you were controlling the rabbits, the rabbits weren't real. The, the rabbits weren't real. They I was surprised, uh, you know, and shocked <laughs> as much as everybody else was. Well, you were but acting that it, that's true. <laughs> that moment, uh, as each show came along that moment kind of got a little longer
4: yeah i got, got more comfortable you, you milked
2: you kind it of dragged you, yeah. you milked it
4: yeah i got more comfortable you milked it. yeah
2: and i and i think by the by the last show it you know it it really stretched it
1: out there uh, <laughs> yeah i think it was like a good was, 30 minutes if you just standing there silent
4: <laughs> it yeah <laughs> i got definitely got more comfortable with it um i thought it was like more i thought i thought i would get like more of a reaction if i just kind of like stood there because people got uncomfortable well, in the audience what i, what I really, really
0: enjoyed about that too is you added the 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 cry like the sniffle to it yeah because i was at laughing. some point <laughs> that was gold yeah gold yeah but i did want to address the controversy oh live Uh-oh. here oh, at no. the arts and M- music arts and festival <laughs> oh no live podcast <laughs> at once aaron incorporated into his french taunter scene when he went around the frame of the castle, a little bit late in the run, right? He added a little bit late. Did you see that part?
4: I don't know. She's backstage Yeah,
0: she's so not when watching When Aaron him. blows a raspberry, he oh. used his face and went
4: around. Oh yes, the yes, frame. yeah. And I he added it a
0: little bit late in the run.
4: Mm, I remember that and too.
0: I think Aaron stole that from you with the rabbit oh, was- biting the whole part of the scenery.
4: Okay, so I didn't know that. What's
0: your fresh take on? What do you think?
4: How dare you? That was my Aaron, rebuttal. <laughs> my I, move.
1: When when I see something great, I wanna Im- Im- You didn't
0: imitate give it. me
4: any credit for it.
1: It's a serious form of flattery. I would like
4: to You right. didn't even talk can to you me give, about it.
0: At this point, can you give Maren credit for it?
4: Yeah, please.
0: Um Sure.
4: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And talk I got a lot of laughs, it. so you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I was.
2: she added even more to the show that I didn't even realize. <laughs> if it wasn't for Maren. Yeah. Aaron wouldn't have stolen the show. Yeah. We can't confirm and he that. He took my but- name. <laughs> he took my name
4: too. It's, I, it's a little Aaron, less cool. Yeah, since I doesn't am have an older. It. Yeah, but like it. Yeah. Okay. No, it, that doesn't. That's not a good.
1: It doesn't matter. No. Okay.
4: Sorry. Yeah.
0: Now we had Kristen on the show a couple yeah. weeks ago. What did you think of her? Her first time directing.
4: Oh my god. Kristen is like my favorite director in the whole world. No, like for real. I mean.
1: I are you, yeah, are you saying that just because no, you're looking at her? <laughs> I
4: would tell her like to our face. Yeah. Oh. Um no, she for real, she made everybody comfortable on stage and was such a good like I feel like she just kind of she's a very comforting person to have around. Made the environment very fun and safe and exciting every time and always open to ideas and She's
0: pretending like we're not talking about her right now. Right.
4: Yeah, she's looking around. Yeah, she's she's the best, but nice. Yeah, I love her anyway. But
2: nice. So, Marin, you're still in high school, right? You got one more year.
4: Yeah, I'm going to my senior year now.
2: Holy cow! Yeah. So, <laughs> what's the future hold for Marin Pinkham?
4: Oh man. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm going to college. I know that. I'm not sure for what. There's a there's a time where I actually was thinking about going into musical theater, but I kind of thought about it a little more and I was like I can still do musical theater in college but not major in it, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And um same thing with like dance. I also thought about going for dance, but I feel like if I if I do it in college, I think I'll lose a little bit of like my love for it a little bit cuz it'll feel more of like a a job, you know what I mean? Sure. So, yeah, um I don't know. I'm I'm hoping to go somewhere in New England still. And yeah um maybe psychology that kind of realm of stuff but that's kind of the plan i'm hoping to go somewhere in like vermont yeah awesome yeah
0: well you're on your break yeah so we appreciate your time yeah
4: thank you are you
0: close to being done with it
4: i think it's time
0: okay well we have one more question for you and it's what does community mean to you
4: support i mean like i don't know especially in theater anytime well i went to see the circle mirror um transformation and i didn't really know that much about the director and i i knew the cast couple of cast members and but like i knew nothing about the show but i knew there's a show and i feel like the people in the community that know theater it doesn't matter who's directing it it doesn't matter who's in it it's like it's all theater and we all want to go see that and i think support is probably one of the strongest things that we have here and that keeps it going so good
1: it's awesome. yeah
4: yeah thank you yeah thank right. you
1: all right, uh, can I order no. Americano? No,
4: no. <laughs>
1: nice.
4: No, you, nah. She's still on
2: her break till she gets okay. back inside.
4: Yeah. All yeah, right. Aaron, right. come on.
2: Thank right. you, Marin. Thank you, Maren.
1: Aaron. Thank you. It's, it's supposed to be applause. But it's really loud. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your applause.
0: We're being told by our executive producer, Janelle Raven, we have 10 to 15 minutes left. Do, Do we t- see
1: anybody t- here that could...
0: Well, I think we can. I think we. I will say, Norm if yeah. you take this opportunity now, that gets you out of being on our podcast for like at least a season. Well, oh no, we'll ask you questions. You're good. Well, this just in: Norman Hutchins is we... is what in did our get, studio
1: today. Did you get a little bit closer. Get out of the sun a little bit. Yeah, come on, I, be I, a little I can, comfort. I can't hear people when they're all the way over there. You know I mean? All right. So, who Beautiful. do we have with us, Aaron? Uh, is he
0: talented? I, 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 <laughs>
2: No, he—he's not talented. This is our first
1: non-talented <laughs> guest. That's not Ouch. true. Oh no, that's no. not true. Ouch! No, me, me, and Norm go way back. Oh, we, how far back? How far back? Way you know? back, all the way. No, uh, <laughs> no, you—you you got me stoked about doing lighting in theater, and, really? uh. I mean, I learned a lot from you, you know, just like how it all works, how you know everything goes. So, where did you learn
7: about lighting and all that stuff? High school, uh, Lake Region High. Uh, yeah, high school. Um, I got roped in by a senior at the time, um, and just Never looked back, so I yeah, I did lights and sound in high school all four years. Yeah, were you ever on stage? Um, in high school, I was not. I did a little musical in um middle school. Um, what was it called? <laughs> we're Sorry, the Bridge is Out, I think. Um, I was a grave digger. <laughs> yep, that was nice. The, uh, and then I was on two, um, I, I was on stage for 1940s Radio Hour for Oompa and uh, almost Maine. Awesome. But otherwise, I've been backstage. And for those of you who don't know, Norm is a
2: past president of the board of Oompa uh, and has done many, many things behind the scenes for uh, so many shows. uh, All of them, right? Yeah, every single show that Oompa has done... Norms has got his
7: I probably have been involved a
2: little dirty bit Dirty fingerprints
7: all over them and, and how many years now have you been Uh 2004 I think You're coming on 20 Yeah I think wow. so That's You're coming awesome. off on 20 years That's a long time
1: I mean You're almost able to drink at that point You know <laughs>
0: Your career
7: Almost <laughs> Almost not quite yet <laughs>
0: So, right. I mean, you've, you've produced a ton of shows. I, yep. I know when we did a little featurette, you, you were over 10, I believe, right? Someone like that probably, yeah, I haven't. Um, and you, you have written, you wrote a show. Yep. Rules of a Lifetime. Um, directed, obviously, as well. Um, so, you see, I mean, I'm sure you've seen people come and go over the years and all that. Um, something we hear a lot of on the podcast is new, fresh. You know, we we just heard it from basically everyone we talked to that like that desire sometimes for new fresh material, not doing the same thing over and over again. Um, But I think there is kind of a little bit of a charm to like being the stand, you know, being able to do the shows that people love. Um, Yeah, what's your what's your take on that? I mean, you've done this so long now that like, you know, what? How do you balance that?
7: Um, yeah, I think you have to do some new stuff. You have to change it up occasionally just to keep the. Normal staff and actors engaged, but you also have to do stuff that the audience knows and likes, and so it's a balancing point. Um, Yeah, yeah. Oompa is a little different in that we only do shows that directors submit to us, so we're sort of, you know, we're not. We can only change it up if we get directors that are willing to submit shows. So, um, but I think it's important to step out of the box occasionally, and and we've done that with some dramas that. Um, circle mirror transformation is probably a good example of that that yep. that's not a normal run of the mill show. And I'm curious too. I mean, you you I know
0: with your career you handle a lot of technology. Yep. And do you I mean, we live in a world technology is always changing, but when it comes to like our local community theater, obviously there's a budget and and technology, we don't have the newest technology. No. Um, how do you see, I mean, in a, in a world that like is all around us and getting crazier, like, do you, how do we stay, pr- you know, <laughs> how do we, how do we stay on top of that without
7: going crazy? I mean, we already had the online ticketing and stuff like that. we talked about that in yeah. other episodes. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to evolve with the times, but you also ha- can't um, exclude some of the audience that doesn't access, access things that in that technology way. Does that make sense? Um so it's sort of balancing those two things again. Um No, I I think that makes sense. You know, like
1: there's a there's a balance between like the shows that we pick, but there's also a balance between progressing too far and leaving people out.
7: Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah I mean
1: collaboration he, we talk about a lot.
2: We've got to have the balance yep. and uh, both sides working together or, or more than two sides Know, it could be three or four sides working together. We've got to be able to collaborate.
7: Yeah, I need to move forward without losing people and and that like that, like Aaron said that's that in sh- that's uh, choosing shows and just keeping people engaged through technology. Yeah, yeah, right. and I think that's that's
1: that's important to have multiple theater companies. You know, we, we talked to Johnny Crash, and what he's doing is completely different from what we're doing mm-hmm. at Umpa, um, and I right. think both things are valid. Oh yeah. I think that him doing writing shows and doing very progressive things is is great. Uh and what we're doing trying to just like trying keeping up with what's going on like with like theater in general but also like including, you know, some older generations to be able to To enjoy themselves and to be able to like understand what's happening without, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 There's room for all of it. Yeah. And
2: there's a wide variety of theater. So for sure. Nothing wrong. We can always
1: have more. I I think it's important to have more. Yes. I mean, you go to you go to Broadway. There's not just one theater in Broadway new york like there's no it, it's like a street it's like a whole oh, the whole
2: street like a block
1: of
0: <laughs> no it's a little it's a little square on a monopoly board what are you talking about <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> but i mean there's multiple shows going on everywhere like it was, uh, the west end in london you know has multiple shows all happening at the same time right and i think it's important for even small towns like ours to have a uh, small, like multiple shows going on at the same time. Yep, sure. So, totally.
0: yeah. cool, totally.
1: great, great. Well, I, I think I have. We just have two more
0: questions for you. We're two gonna more. add one because it's you, right? Oh. <laughs> so, we normally ask
7: everyone, "What does community mean to you?" So, what what does community mean to you? Like minded people getting together to create something special. Um, I think UBA does that a lot. Um, and it takes a lot of people, different mindsets to sort of come together and create that special event or moment. So, yeah, nice.
0: Well, cool. Scott, I think th- the question that you add with Strike at the end of the episode is so pertinent for Norman because I, I love the question, What do you want to see in a community theater podcast? So, what, what, there it is. if you, what do you, what's your, if you had a, you know, you have your own personal, theater podcast we're presenting what do you want to see from a theater podcast
7: hmm good question so i've listened to all of them so i know i know what you're you've done so far um well that's a that's a tricky question i um, i suppose maybe just like we talked about um shows and and how do you sort of step out of the box a little um maybe talking about some shows that are not the mainstream. And I don't know if that makes sense or not, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. just to sort of introduce people to other things.
0: Yeah.
2: Cool. That yeah. Get new ideas out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've been, we've been like doing it. that. We've been trying to do like a, uh, the, the weekly musical, the week, like we all like oh, cool. learning new musicals together. And uh, yeah. So if you have any, you know, any shows that you want us to, you know, any? Um, what am I looking for? The word, not tips. Uh, recommendations. Yeah. Right. Feel free uh, to send them our way because uh, uh, we're uh, constantly uh, looking to learn. Yeah. New shows.
7: Yeah. Bat Boy. Bat Boy's <laughs> phenomenal.
0: Yeah. It's so. It's going to the list okay. for
1: sure. I haven't listened to awesome. that one.
0: That's good. I'm nope. sure Janelle will pick it
1: at some point, but
0: put it on the well, list. Janelle. Well, thank you so much. No problem. You got Thanks, you got go out on. of doing <laughs> our podcast for a season. <laughs> I I think that's a lie. All right.
2: All right. Maybe
7: maybe so. Kristen <laughs> said that was a lie. <laughs> Thanks, Norm. Well, thank you, Norm. Yeah. Yeah. you. Well, so G- gentlemen,
0: I think that we accomplished what we were looking to do. I mean, we did. We set out to do a live podcast
2: from the Norway Music and Arts Festival, and I think we've done that.
1: Well, uh, any hot takes, Aaron? <laughs> um, I think it's important to say that again. It's not actually live. It's not happening while you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. That's true. So if you're listening to the podcast no, at 2 go, o'clock don't, in the morning, yeah, don't it's go not Nor- happening. Don't go to Norway. It's not it's, closed. It's, it's, it's already over. Don't you walk down already. the
2: middle of the street when you're listening to this because you'll get run over. Right. While currently, as we speak, the street is shut down.
0: But I will say, if you saw us at the Norway Music Arts Music and Arts Festival, yes. give us give a little shout out in the comments. Let, let us know what you thought. You know, uh... And uh, we're just excited to know that you saw us. Exactly. Let us know and if, if you, you liked
2: Aaron's shirt.
0: Yeah. And also, we were handing out pamphlets with a QR code on it. Uh, if you got one of those, feel free to scan that QR code. That will bring you to our Podbean uh, website our page on there. And that'll give you all the episodes that we have currently and future in the future. Yeah. So, right. That's true. Uh, any hot takes, Scott? Uh, it's not that hot
2: uh because it's there's a nice little breeze going today, um uh, but you know the arts festival music and arts festival is always a good time yeah uh and we enjoy being a part of it, and love seeing all the people around today and waving to friends as they were going by um and getting our very special guests um stopping by and getting some input from them and yeah, I really
1: enjoyed all the guests we had absolutely awesome they they were great i we needed to have most of them on the podcast for real. Right. Absolutely. So, Janelle,
0: would you just finish the, the episode for us? Uh, let us know where we can hear us and,
1: and then just gonna if, finish if it. If they're listening, they're, they know where to find they're it. Going, okay, well, Janelle, come they, they've on. They've already found us. You know what I mean. They don't need to know where you can listen. Well, Wrap it up with a bow.
4: First of all, special thanks to our guest, Johnny crashed to Michael Newsom, Maren Pinkham, Kristen Searles Brackett and Norman Hutchins for joining us today. Um, yeah. You can find the Backstairs Podcast on Facebook
3: at the Backstairs Podcast, on Instagram at the Backstairs Podcast. You can find us on Podbean
4: at com. Great. Um,
1: and you can also find us at the Norway Art Festival.
4: You can. We will be here until 4 p.m. No,
1: you can't find us. We're oh. not here.
4: You can't find us. We're not here.
0: Oh, yeah. Anyways, we thanks, I just wanted to get your, you know, <laughs> Janelle' final hot takes.
4: Um, this is a lot of fun, and we should do more live podcasts.
1: I agree.
6: Yes. Ooh live So, quotation marks from Challenge us from,
0: from Aaron, John, and Scott. This has been the Backstairs Podcast live. Oh, not we can live. say our own names. All right, well, say your name? <laughs> uh, <Aaron>. your name, <laughs> your name. Oh,
1: oh my God! Oh, Scott. I,
0: don't, I don't. The Backstairs care. Podcast not oh, live. Oh, wrap it up.
3: The Backstairs Podcast not live.